to Route 66 edition of Talking Tunes. Today we have with us Jacob Jones joining us from Alabama today. Thank you, Jacob, for joining us and doing the takeover today. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks so much Thank for having me. Thank you so me. much for joining us. Um, it is raining and yucky in North Carolina today. What's it like in Alabama? Well, it was storming pretty bad on my way in last night, um, and it was pretty gross this morning, but um, it's cleared up a little bit, and I, when I stepped outside a minute ago, it was actually sunny, so I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, and uh, the weather this past week has just been terrible, and I mean, but that's May for you. I mean, I'm like ready for May to be done with and bring in June, sunshine, beach weather. I'm ready for it. Like, I'm over this cold weird weather that we've been having i'm ready for summertime yeah for sure i will say this though in tennessee where i spend most of my time it's been uh it's been one of the hottest mays i've experienced for a while i will say that yeah it's well i found april to be like totally crazy it could be like 80 degrees 85 one day the next day we're like putting jackets back on it was 50 it, it was weird. Totally weird. Did not know what to expect in March or April, for that matter. I'm like, I don't know what's happening with Mother Nature. She's like trying to confuse us all. But you, grew, correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of grew up all over the place because your dad was military. But for a good part of your military growing up, you grew up in Virginia. I did as well. Wow, that's really cool. But yeah, um, I graduated high school in Virginia. Um, my dad is 31 years active duty Navy. So he's um, he's actually still in. He's stationed in, in Charleston, South Carolina right now. No way. That's where my daughter's um, at. But, my son-in-law is actually Air Force, though. Small world. Yeah, he's uh, he really enjoys He's planning on retiring out of there. So it's, uh, it's a nice yeah. area for sure. It is. That, I mean, it's such a small world. Well, thanks to your dad for serving our country. Um, please pass that along to him. Um, I totally get that. As I just said, my son-in-law is active Air Force. I also have a son-in-law that is um, a Army veteran. Um, so I totally understand. Well, I don't firsthand understand the military life, but having two daughters that lived it, um, I, I do get it. Um, but... Growing up in Virginia, I I miss Virginia. Virginia is, I will always consider Virginia my home, but I grew up about 45 miles south of DC. Um, so not in the Chesapeake area where you were, but I definitely love Virginia. Charleston, I don't know. I mean, how much of a difference between Charleston and the Chesapeake area? I mean, that I would makes, say quite I a guess bit. We're always coastal, but was it a yeah. I mean, it's all they're beach areas, so we all grew up like kind of in a always going to the beach and different stuff like that. But um, the food is definitely better in Charleston. <laughs> um, I'm actually going back to play to play some shows and to, to see my dad's for the Fourth of July weekend. So I'll be back out that way here pretty soon. I and I'll be announcing some of that on my page for for folks to follow me out there if they want to. Well, what an awesome song. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about all of your music, but what a perfect time. And I guess, I mean, you probably planned it this way. Um, 
for your upcoming release tonight at midnight, Son of a Military Man. What perfect timing for that song to be released. I mean, you did that on purpose, right? I mean, you're going to be playing Fourth of July. I'd like to lie and say I didn't, but we definitely planned that. Um, we did. Um, it just just kind of felt right just because of the, the holiday Memorial Day. Um, just because we just wanted to kind of release it at a time where we felt like it'd be best for that song to be heard because – for me, when we were sitting down and writing the song, me and my buddy, uh, John Allen Miller, we just decided that we wanted to write a song for kids like me who grew up in a military home because I've never heard a song like that on the radio before. So we just kind of took the challenge and just decided that we wanted to write a song for, for kids like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I don't know which way, um, what songs you planned on singing today and what order you planned on doing that. So I kind of want... I never arrange what we're going to talk about ahead of time, but I do kind of want to line this up a little bit. Um, did you want to start out with that song or end the show with that song? Or were you even planning on playing that at all today? Oh, I'm definitely going to play that okay. song today. Did you I feel like it'd be wrong for me. end with that one? Uh, we'll go ahead and start with it. That's fine. Okay. So we'll go ahead and talk about that a little. Well, you know what? I'll go ahead and let you kick things off with that song and then we can talk about it a little bit more but however you want to set us up for that song you kind of told us a little bit about it already um but if there's anything else you want to tell us about it before you sing it go ahead um i'll just kind of turn things over to you let you say what you want to about the song and then we'll talk about it some more afterwards okay yeah so i've already I've already talked a, bit, a little bit about it um again um, I've, I've never heard anybody put out a song for military kids. And I'm not big on writing patriotic songs just for the sake of writing patriotic songs because to me that's just wrong and it's exploding a, a, a base just for just for listens. And to me that's not okay. So we wrote this song. I wanted to make sure that it was one of those things where it just it told a good story right. and tells a story of bouncing around from, from town to town. And for me, I always struggle telling people where I grew up because I moved around so much. I never really knew what to tell them. And now I kind of have my answers of like, yeah, well, I graduated high school in Virginia. So depending on the day, I'll tell them Virginia or Alabama, because that's where I spend a lot of my time when I'm not in Nashville and on the road doing different things. Um, but I think I'll just let the, the song speak for itself a little bit. So um, here's a son of a military man. All right. Stop Tacoma Nine months Hell I never knew Spent time Caroline Packed up and headed to Sweet home Alabama For just a few Bounced back to Carolina Found a map died way up in the northeast Connecticut, back down south of Tennessee, it's where we made our way to Virginia, whoa, I was a young American drifter from home to home, like an Oklahoma twister, was it easy? 
time to tell, but I'm thankful because it made me who I am. I'm a from nowhere, lived everywhere, son of a military man. Picking up our roots, man. Saying goodbye to good friends. Dad's gone, was dangerous. I pray he'd come back home again. Me and Mom would wait for letters. Come every week or two. <coughs> I was just a kid who needed something to hold on to. Whoa, I was a young American drifter from home to home. Like an Oklahoma twister, wasn't easy, times were tough, but I'm thankful because it made me who I am. I'm a from nowhere, lived everywhere, son of a military man. Whoa, 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 I was a young American drifter from home to home. Like an Oklahoma twister, wasn't easy, times were tough. But I'm thankful, cause it made me who I am. I'm a from nowhere, lived everywhere, son of a military man. I'm a from nowhere, lived everywhere, son of a military man. All right. So that uh, that'll be out tonight at midnight. That is my new, my new single. I'm real, real proud of it. And just kind of a first look. I haven't told anybody yet, but since y'all are on the interview and y'all are taking the time to listen to this, the lyric video will be dropping tomorrow as well, and so you'll be able to see that as well. All right. I love that. Yay. Okay. So lyric video as well. I always love when a lyric video drops with a single. Um, I mean, even though I was able to understand every single word that you said, and I had a little sneak peek above everybody else, I've already gotten to hear the song and I fell in love with it immediately. I don't know <laughs> if it was because I mean, I can't relate to it in the way that you can. I'm not a child of a military mom or dad, um, but my grandchildren are. So, you know, mm -hmm. I know that my grandchildren are going to feel like you are. And, you know, they're, they're two and five right now. So right now it's just, they haven't really done that moving around. They've lived in two places right now. So they don't really know anything other than Charleston as home. But as they grow older, you know, they're going to have that moving around from place to place. And they're going to feel that, that aimless wondering like you did. And, you know, I'm glad that you wrote a song like that because I can only imagine, I moved around a lot as a child. 
but not because of the military. And sometimes I felt a little bit lost. I felt like, you know, even though I haven't lived in Virginia since I was 13 and I spent, you know, my later teens and all of my adulthood in North Carolina, I still call Virginia home. That will always be my home. And so, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, living in as many different places as you did and wondering where, where do you tell somebody home is like, yeah. And for me, what I hope that's going to come of this song is that for people who, um, cause I have cousins and I have, or not cousins, I have nephews who are my uncles or Navy yeah. as well and stuff like that. and, or not my uncle, excuse my brother-in-law misspoke, but, um, just, just wanted to write a song so when they were there feeling like I was and they felt like, man, I hate leaving my friends. I hate dad being gone. Like there was times where I just, I hated it, but I'll tell you what, I'm very, very, like the song says, I'm very, very thankful for it because I think it adjusted me for being a musician and for life yeah. on the road because I'm all the time around and I feel like I can fit in in any crowd. And I just feel like the ideals my, my dad instilled into me from being in the military, I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I'm very thankful for, for what he's done. It just, for the country and just what um, what he's been able to teach me and make me a better man because of it, because I don't know that I'd be who I am today if it hadn't been for that experience. Absolutely. Yeah. For, I feel like for as many negatives as there are to being um, the spouse of a military person or the child of, um, there's gotta be as many positive aspects as well. And the fact that you wanted to write a song about that, and it not and it come from that perspective and not a um political aspect or a patriotic aspect you know it's from a from the perspective that you gave it in i love that um so yeah job well done i really really enjoy this song and i love the perspective that you gave on it um i think it's something that in this day and age that we're in right now, it's really needed. Um, so I love that. I think it's going to be well received um, by so many people. Um, I think there's so much going on in our world right now um, involving our military um, that this is a song that's needed. Um, so mm -hmm. good job on that one. Um, I can't wait to see what this does for you and your career and god i wish i could be have you played it out live yet or are you holding on to it, for it to be released no um generally what i do what just my process and everybody has a different process yeah. but for me i don't know how anybody can accurately gauge what's going to be a good song and what's not going to be a good song without trying to play oh, yeah. it live and seeing what fans think and to me like it was I, very few, and I, I posted this on my page last night whenever I posted the preview of the lyric video that's coming out tomorrow. Um, I just talked about how um, very few times do you know when you get done writing, hey, I'm going to cut this song. To me, as soon as we finished it, I looked at my co-writer, John, and I was like, um, just get ready because next year I'm cutting this song, so just be just be prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, it's... It, I'm going to say it's the only time in my career so far that I've thought that way. Yeah. Um, and 
to me, it's just been very cool to see the crowd reactions. Um, just because I can kind of gauge and see who's who's been a military kid and who's not. And sometimes I'm the only person in the room, which is cool. And then sometimes there's like, especially when I came back and played some shows back in Virginia back in April, it was really cool playing that song for all the folks. Back yeah, home. yeah. And I imagine those people in the crowd that are military children or know somebody that is that's that's closely involved in the military in some way or another because even if i was in the crowd i would probably go crazy so like those people <laughs> are like really cheering you on and like going crazy at the song um so yeah i can imagine the crowd reaction to that song is very favorable um yeah i i think you're gonna get like huge reactions from this song um if you're like remotely close to a military base when you play this song, they're <laughs> gonna like go crazy with it. Um, and we, so we've got some plans in the future for just kind of strategically just trying to go out and just trying to get this song heard by the people that it's for. Yeah. I mean, ideally we want BFWs and we want to go to different military bases where I've had connections over in Charleston and Virginia Beach and San Diego. And yeah. just, we're trying to get out play the song in front of the people that really need it. Yeah. So that's, that's Yeah, that's crazy that your dad is in Charleston and that's where my daughter-in-law's at. Um I'm going to message her after we get off the show and I'm going to send her this song and um just kind of put the bug in her ear about you and that your dad's in Charleston too. Um so when is it well you can message me message me when we get off the show and let me know when you're going to be down there and I'm going to let her know and Absolutely. have her like spread the word um all her friends sure. and people we'll get the we'll get the air force involved too um along with the navy so um yeah that's that's really cool I love that um and maybe I'll just happen to be in the area at the same time who knows um I've been meaning to plan a trip down to see her, so it may work out at the same time. We'll see. Um, but have you always been, I mean, I guess, too, being a military kid, you've got to find something to fill your time that can be mobile because it's hard to get involved in something never knowing when you're going to have to pick up and move again. Um, was music that thing for you that you kind of latched on to that you knew you could just kind of take with you wherever? Um, honestly, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, I didn't really seriously until I was a junior, senior in high school. And oh, even wow. then I was really on the right press girls um, and that didn't go well. So uh, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I took the whole George Strait approach to because um, he, yeah, I only did it to to make girls honesty. That's exactly why I started. But eventually, there was a certain point where, when I was in college, where I would sit out by the lake and write songs, and just kind of decided that I wanted to do it full time because I knew what it was doing for me. Because even though I was a military kid, when I went away to college, because I went to college my first semester here in Alabama, way, way, way from all of my high school friends and everything, that was tough. Yeah. That was that was a lot tougher than I figured it would be. I was like, oh, I'll be ready for this. I'm a military kid. No, it, it did not help me at all. Oh. <laughs> all right. But um I would say the things that I probably latched on to that kind of gave me that sense of community and allowed me to just kind of get involved was 
sports. I mean, I did baseball and I did football growing up, and that's kind of what allowed me to keep keep busy and keep myself on a routine where I didn't think about it as much. Mm -hmm. All right. What sport did you like the most? I've always been a big baseball guy. I played baseball all the way through high school okay. and got some offers to play. Just never really uh, found the right fit for that, but I'm still a huge baseball fan now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I love baseball as well. My girls um, and boys um, did softball slash baseball growing up, um, and now my grandchildren are playing softball. I, I mean, I joke and say, like, my kids grew up on the softball field or baseball field. Um, I loved it when they were playing, still love it. Um, Baseball, mm, I was going to say, I don't know. Kind of like football more than baseball. As far as like playing sports, baseball first, uh, for sure. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge, I'm a huge football fan, yeah, too. Don't get me wrong. Fan. Love my But uh, it was also very nice to see my Braves win the World Series finally after years and years and years of them just – Oh, yeah. All right. I am a huge Braves fan. Braves all the way. Yes. All right. Now, as far as football, are you like pro football or college football? Which which are you into more? Definitely. Um, I'm an Auburn fan, so War Eagle to all the other Auburn fans out there watching. If there's any at all, probably not. <laughs> but uh, I do like pro football, too. I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. My mom is actually uh, – she's actually from North Carolina is where she's from, so – I just coincidentally, my parents just decided that was going to be their pro team, and I just kind of picked up on that. Look, I'm cringing at that, and I live in North Carolina, and I am not not a Panthers fan. No. Well, that had a little bit to do with Cam Newton. Cam Newton was Auburn's quarterback for when they won the national championship, and he was the Carolina Panthers quarterback for years and years. So, I mean, it was an easy transition for me as a kid. <laughs> Look, and you're expecting me to say, like, I'm a Washington fan because I grew up that – no, mm -mm, can't stand Washington either. Can't – no, mm -mm, no. Okay. Cowboys fan, all the, the way. Cowboys. Forever and always. I don't care. Look, you are wearing a cowboy hat. I am a Cowboys fan forever. I don't care. <laughs> so let me ask you this. This going to be your year then? I don't. I can take it. I can take it. I don't care. I don't care. Look, I grew up 45 miles south of D.C. being a Cowboys fan. I can take whatever you want to throw at me. I can take it. We got <laughs> yes, this is going to be our year. Okay, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you at that. I'll, and I'm whenever y'all lose around the playoffs, I'll make sure I shoot you a message. You do that. You do that. Trust me. I can take it. My That's brother throws it all the time. I can take it. <laughs> no, it's it's it comes with the territory of being a Cowboys fan. We have to take the trash. I can take it. It's all right. But okay. you know, it that yeah, it just comes with the territory. It's all good. Um, but no, because I mean, I'm old, so like I was a football fan before the Panthers ever existed. So. I don't. I didn't jump on the bandwagon when they became a team. I just, I was a Cowboys fan before then, so I just, I've stuck with them through all the crap. So why give up on them now? <laughs> there's something. There's something incredible about that. So I can. I can exactly. respect that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
I think we that the only worst fan base is uh, is the Patriots. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Okay. We agree on that. Uh, we agree on that for sure. And hey, we agree on baseball. So there's something. There is something. Um, and I've always been a Braves fan, so there was no bandwagon jumping there. And I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Are you a NASCAR fan? Yeah, um, I grew up and I was a huge Tony Stork guy. Um, and then he retired. I'm done. I'm done. Um, I'm done. I was over. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and just disconnect myself right quick. Done. But uh, done. now I'm uh, <laughs> now I'm a Harvard guy. I like Harvard oh because God. naturally, store hard. At least I'm not a Kyle Busch fan. This is true. This is true. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things out there. I just can't do Team Hendrick. Like, I've always hated Team Hendrick. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I, I like Chase Elliott, so. I don't, I don't mind him. I like him a lot better than I did Jeff Gordon. I will say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, prior to that, I was always, you know, until he retired from the time I was a little girl, I was a Daryl Waltrip fan. And, yeah. Okay. That tells yeah. you how old I am. So, I was a Daryl Waltrip fan up until the time he retired. Um, and, I mean, I always liked Bill Elliott. My mom was a Bill Elliott fan, and I think that's why I went to, like, Chase Elliott. And so, yeah. But, I mean, there's some others I pulled for. I'm just not, like, I'm really not into NASCAR as much as I used to be because the sport has changed so much that it's just not yeah. as fun anymore as it used to be. I don't like what they've done with the playoffs. To me, when you have last, – let's take last year, for instance, or the year before when Harvick and Hamlin combined for 16 wins in the regular yeah. season and not a championship. To me, that's patently ridiculous. There's no way that should ever yeah. happen. Yeah. Because – my favorite championship I ever watched, and I'm selfish because I'm a Smoke fan, so was when he was in 2011 or 12 whenever he won his final championship, when he won five out of the last ten races to, to win the Cup and just won based off that one tie-break and win yeah. Homestead. So that was – that to me just takes the competitiveness out yeah. of the sport. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's what they've done with it is take the competitiveness out of it. And there's not really racing involved anymore. It's – yeah. I mean, they just leveled the you playing should, that, field way too much, and it's it's not even about who's the better driver. It's – I don't know. It's just – Because Bono is not a championship driver, and the fact that he has a championship is stupid. I agree. I agree. All right. Enough sports talk. Let's get back to music. Um, aside from you playing the guitar, do you play any other instruments? Um, I did learn to play a little bit of keyboard. I'm not like super great at it. You're never going to see me play it at a live show, but I can play a little bit of that. That's cool. Now you said you waited till late it later, not late later in life to pick up music. Um, was that the guitar included or did you have you, did you play that earlier? So that's kind of not completely true. I mean, it is, but I mean, I, I, seriously, when I decided this is what I wanted to do was in probably my senior year of high school. Yeah. But I always kind of had that, like I was on worship team as a kid in church. I did. Um, I played guitar. I did try to write songs when I was younger, but it was so frustrating for me. I just felt like none of them were good. 
um, just, just sophomore year, I, I took my I took my turn at trying to like show my songs to different people, but that was before I could really play the guitar well, and um, it would just be me on YouTube with a sheet of notebook paper, just kind of sitting there shaking, just hoping not to to mess it up, and it was just so bad, and I got. I got made fun of and still get made fun of for some of the songs, and I go back and talk to all high school buddies. <laughs> there's one in particular that all of them know called Distracted. If so, if any of them are listening, they'll get a good kick out of me mentioning that. So was that your most embarrassing moment in music, or is there another one that's been like, what's been your most embarrassing uh, moment in your music career to date? I would say I would say probably that I, I would say probably because there would be people and some of the guys in my high school were kind of mean who were a little bit older than me and they would post pictures of like printouts of like me and like advertise my stuff in the hallway and I thought they were being nice I was like oh sweet like these people love me no <laughs> <laughs> that's not what's that's not what's happening because <laughs> it comes full a little bit because now some of these folks really like some of the stuff I've been putting out so it's it's funny to see all that kind of come yeah, full circle yeah like, haha, look what I did now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I love when I ask that question now because I have like an embarrassing moment in music I get to add yep. to it. Um, I honestly did not know, like, you know, I do my show completely organic. I don't do a ton of research on my artists beforehand because I want to like completely innocently get to know who you are for you. Um, I don't want yeah. to know a lot about your background beforehand. So I had a famous guest on that I did not realize who he was or rather who his family was. <laughs> yeah. I had John Michael Montgomery's son on and I had no idea that's who his dad was. <laughs> yeah, no idea. So that was embarrassing. So now I make a point of like making sure that my guest does not come from a famous family before I have them on. Yeah, I always got to do a little Google yeah. search first. Yeah, I mean, at the minimum, I, I will do that from now on. Yeah, because people were like, oh, there's no way she didn't know that's who he was. No, I honestly did not know. That was embarrassing. So, yeah, I will make a point to at least do that from now on. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> so what would you say is your most proudest moment or your accomplishment that you're most whatever you something you've done in music that you're most proud of to this point so there's two that really stick out to me whenever people ask me that question um one would be when i first started taking this i had this trip last summer where i was sick as a dog probably had no business being on stage at all um because i had a bad sign i wasn't like contagious yeah. sick i had like a sinus infection dying um but i did learn from that experience that with um jack daniels and a little bit of cough medicine you can party your way through pretty much anything so that's what i found out yeah. um i made it through i made it through all four shows in four days and um it's really cool because one of the places i played was at cowboy coast up in ocean city maryland and i didn't think i was doing that great and i i have fans that came from that show even still to this day would come see me play in nashville or Virginia or wherever I'm playing. So it's uh, that was a really cool experience for me. Um, and then I would say the other one as far as just from a non-performance aspect would probably be um, when I released Black and White. Because, and that's the, the preceding single that's going to be 
first single off this big project that we're working on right now. Um, because there is more music coming after this, but I'm not going to give away too many details of that just yet. Um, oh, big but to me, it just embod it just embodies who I wanted to be as a person and who I want to be as an artist, just because I believe in such an old school traditional kind of love, and that's kind of fleeting in yeah. this world now. So, to me, putting that song out was just like, okay, this is a statement. This is who I am. This is the kind of music I want to put out because that was the the turning point of when I started working with this new production team here in Nashville. Yeah, well, you brought up Black and White. I, my gosh, I love that song. And I love that you said what you did about it. That song is amazing. Like, I love, love, love. Can't say love <laughs> enough. I love that song. Um, I, I'm People, if y'all have not listened to it yet, please go listen to it. Stream it, share it with everybody. I think it should have way more streams than what it does. This should be like, in my opinion, this is right up there with like, and I'm not exaggerating. This should be right there with yeah. a George Strait classic because that's what I felt when I heard the song. It, it took me back to such a simpler time in life. And I know that may sound very cliche, but like just the line that I, and I can't remember the exact line where you refer to in there, like, um, Oh God, I don't want to butcher your song. I'm sorry. It like you refer to black and white TV. Um, uh -huh. uh, you know where I'm talking about the song, I'm sure. But, um, you're talking about a time in life when, Oh God, I wish I had the lyrics in front of me. You're talking about a time in life when I forget what the line is, something, something with a black and white TV. Anyway, mm -hmm. and as I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm just thinking back to like my childhood, even though we had a color TV, it wasn't that far back, but we still, it wasn't a remote control. We literally had to get up, change the channel ourselves, whatever, but it was just a simpler time in life. It wasn't full of social media. It wasn't full of, all this craziness in life right now, things were just simpler. People cared more about people and people communicated more with each other. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling. I know, but it just no, made me think about things in life being more simple and people caring more about each other and spending more time with each other and focusing more on each other. And, truly caring about each other and connecting. And I don't know, that's just where my head went with all of this. I was just like, people really caring about each other and connecting with one, one another. And, and, and I just me, really loved it. It just made me stop and think about making connections with people. Yeah, and for me, like, it's just I've been through some rough relationships. I've had some stuff happen in relationships that I don't even care yeah. to get into. Just, I uh, I just still, and even through all of that, I still believe that that there's a person waiting out there for me, that marriage is meant to be, that it's meant to last, because I'm an old-fashioned kind of person. Like, I believe that love is meant to be between one woman and one and one man, and just that you're supposed to be, it's a lifetime yeah. commitment. Like, my, I watched my great- parents have 
a 77 year marriage before they both passed away. And that's just all I want yeah. for myself. And I think, I think, and I think that statistics show this too, that the world was a better place when more people settled down and had a, had a committed relationship like that. Oh yeah. So that's just to get out of that song. And I mean, to me, this first project we're putting out like every single song, and I don't believe in singing songs that, you're just singing it because you think it's a good song. Like, I'm not going to sing a song unless I believe in it and that I believe that that's who I am as a person. Um, so especially this first project that I'm putting out, like every single song will be kind of geared to who I am as a writer and who I see myself as a person and as an artist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to seem like I was ignoring you there. I was pulling up the lyrics of the song because I wanted to – that was – I'm like that. Something and, and I guess for the uh, – I'm gonna play today. Do I? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I guess for a little spoiler alert, that's gonna be the second the second yes, song I play today. I was hoping you were gonna say. <laughs> okay, so what I was talking about was, and I I knew I was totally butchering it, but it's like I guess where you go from the first verse into the second, where you're talking about um, back to innocence and wonder, back before TVs came into color. I want a love that's black and white, not Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, those lines, that's, like, yes. Like, that says everything right there. Like, just simple and innocent where two people connect and there's not all this static of everything in the world. Like, you said it beautifully, yeah, and I was just, like, totally rambling earlier, but that's exactly what I meant. Like, that's beautiful. And, yeah, you don't have to have all this outside static and noise it's just simple black and white and it's beautiful because to me i i expect just from looking at my grandparents my great-grandparents and what they went through like it's gonna be tough oh yeah but be if it's just phased between the two of you it should be a lot easier so that's that that's just how i've always yes, thought about it exactly and that is out there but i'll tell you even your grandparents might have made it look easy but probably, and this is just the way grandparents are, because I know I looked, I saw it too with my grandparents. When and if they ever had problems, they just kept it away from you. I closed exactly. doors. Yeah. Exactly. They still had to work at it. And they did, but they put the work in. But they put, when they had to put the work in, they did that in private. They kept that away from us. And, you know, we didn't see that, but they still put the work in. And that's all you have to do, even today. You know, you have to put the work in. You just keep that away from your kids and your grandkids because that's grown-up stuff. But this day and age, yeah. everybody puts stuff out there on social media for the world to see and hear, and that's not the place for it. No, and I mean, it's, and to me, the only reason I stay on social media as much as I do is just because of what I'm doing right now with yeah. music. I mean, there's a lot of days I wish I could just like. Well, there's certain things that you share with the world and certain things that you don't. But I think, you know, yeah. some people have a problem determining what that line is. But, all right, you mentioned black and white and I assume Son of a Military Man is just part of a bigger project that you're working on. So I'm assuming you're working yeah. up to an EP or an album. I know you said you weren't going to give away too much, but how much are you willing to tell us about this big project? Uh, 
I'll, uh, I'm not going to say too much just because I want there to be a little bit of surprise to um, away all the details of our <laughs> master plan here, but, uh, I, uh, we just know there's a lot of music coming th this year and there's going to be even more coming in 2023. Right. So if that tells you anything. All right. Well, we are, are definitely looking forward to it. We will be keeping our ears and eyes open. Stay in tune to your social media for what's coming up. Definitely looking forward to it. All right. So I know you mentioned George Strait earlier. Who are some of your musical influences? And are they all country or do you like other genres of music as well? I think as an artist and as especially a songwriter, you have to like all kinds of music. I mean, I love everything just about. There's, there's a couple things I don't like, but I'm not going to call those out right now because I'm not going to piss anybody off. But um, I think that, to me, my biggest influences in country music will start there. George Strait obviously has to be one yeah. of them. Um, Alan probably my absolute biggest influence. Just to me, he is – and this is going to sound like blasphemy to a lot of people, but I think he's the greatest country singer to ever walk the planet because he – not only did he sing 36 number ones, but he wrote 29 yeah. of them. And – just the way he goes. I haven't. I've never been that lucky. Um, oh, my but God. It, that, it's all my Amazing. But Alan Jackson's always been my favorite. Yeah. Um, just, he's just lyrically just a genius. And then more current day, and this is going to surprise some folks, maybe or maybe it won't. Um, Eric Church is one of my favorites because I love just how lyrically talented he is and how all of his songs. I mean, he does have some songs that are about drinking beer and different stuff like that, but he writes songs about things that are a little bit different. Every single one of his albums is just has a different sound to it. And that's the kind of approach I want to take to my career. I want every project to be a little bit different. I don't want it to sound like, cause yes, I do country music, but I want it to be like, okay, that's just Jacob. Yeah. Because when people look at Aaron Church, they're like, yeah, he kind of does country music, but he kind of does a rock thing. And then he kind of does this other thing too. He's like, just a person. To me, uh, and I mean, he, to me, he's just such a talented yeah. entertainer. Like, live show I've ever been to is when I saw him mm -hmm. in Greensboro. Um, so I just, I take a lot of, I like to take a lot of, not necessarily copy what he's doing, but I like to take some pages out of his playbook of what he does at his live shows and different stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but I would say outside of country music, I love Aerosmith. That was a huge band I loved. I like Nirvana. I like, um, a lot of Southern rock. I love Skinner. I love 38 Special. I love the Allman Brothers Band. Um, pop music, I like. I like Prince. I like Michael Jackson. I mean, I Ooh, like yeah. in more current day. I mean, I like different people like that. Ed Sheeran. So, I mean, I just, I just like good lyrics and good storytelling. I don't care where it comes from. Because to me, a good song is a good song is a good song. Right. It doesn't have to be. Just do what you do and do it. Yeah. All right. I could probably listen to your Spotify and be happy. Because you sound like. You're, you're kind of all over the place um, with the genres, and you didn't name anything that I would not like. So I think we're kind of on the same page with the genres that we like and don't like. Um, yeah, and, and even though I do a traditional sound music-wise, I mean, there's still some artists that lean a little bit more towards the pop side of things that I like yeah. a lot. I mean, I just think, me, like, like I said, it's just based off that lyricism and just telling a good story. Because to me, that's what country music was built on. And different people have different avenues of doing that. And there's ones that are, you can just tell they're doing it to be commercial. And there's ones that are authentic and are really good. And that's going to be on both yeah. ends of it. So Yeah, you 
And we have I, that more traditional um, George Strait, Alan Jackson tone to your voice. Um, but like you were saying about Eric Church, you, whereas, like, I love to say, I don't feel like you have to fit in this specific little box that you have to be this or that. You can be yeah. a traditional country artist with a modern twist, if that's what you want to be. And I feel like that's what Eric Church is. Like, he's definitely got a traditional side to him, but he throws in some modern stuff out there. And and, and even... Go oh, ahead. No, Sorry, I didn't no, cut you off. totally fine. And if that's where you see yourself going, that's totally fine. I feel like you can be whatever artist you want to be as long as you are true and authentic to yourself. Because that's going to come through to the people. If you're not authentically yourself, that's going to come across and people aren't going to want to listen. I mean, that's, yeah. I, that's how and, I feel about it. But, you know. Even more recently, I mean, I love that there's such this influence of red dirt music into into country music now with people like Cody Johnson, yeah. Randall King, and and people like that that are coming up because it just it gives me it feels like I'm I feel like I'm kind of starting to hit it at the right time because this style of music is coming back a little bit more with the rise of artists like that. Yeah. So it's really cool to me see people like Cody Johnson get his first number one in radio this past uh, this past spring. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I actually live um, right in next door to the county that Eric Church is from, and I actually wow. saw him in concert at our county fair or at his county fair um, before he was known to the public. And I remember telling my husband when we saw him, I was like, "Oh, that guy's okay." I mean, we, and it's weird because at that time he was dating a friend of ours and I was like, he's okay. He's not great, but he's okay. <laughs> Little did we know he it's would become cool. Eric Church. I mean, he, you know, I mean, so it just goes to show you that like experience, it's just experience and doing something over and over and over again and learning and you know who knew 30 years ago that eric church would be eric church um you know same thing with taylor swift i remember seeing her open up for george Strait. you know years ago when she was like i don't know she was probably 15 at the time she opened up for George Strait, but it was opposite. I said to I said to my husband then, I was like, that girl is going to be something. Like, I mean, I knew then. She was like, she was going somewhere. Um, so it's yeah. funny. Like, I called it on her, but on Eric, I was like, mm, okay, it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, so, but. Going back and talking about Eric and George, they're like two totally different people when you see them perform. Like, Eric is kind of like all about the performance. Like, and not not that he doesn't care about his voice. He does. He's got a great voice. I, I love him. Um, huge fan. But he is like definitely an entertainer. Whereas <laughs> George Strait is like, turn the lights off. I don't care about the smoke. Let me just sit down on a stool and sing to you. 
So when you do a concert or when you do a live performance, are you more about the entertainment or more about the sound of your voice and let me just sing to you? To me, um, probably more the entertainment side of things, just because to me, if you can't captivate an audience and hold them in your hand, it can't basically make them feel like they're involved in the show, then does it matter? Because you're not, they're not going to remember your songs. It's not going to get stuck in your head. I mean, I love what George does, and obviously he does it well enough. Or he's great at what he yeah. does, but that's just not the approach. Yeah. You have to get to a special level to, to pull to, off that George Strait sit on the stool kind of Yeah. And to me, I have way too much energy to be sitting down. Like, I can't, I can't sit down when I play. Even, like, I even hate sitting down when I'm just a Rodgers Rounds yeah. in towns just because, like, I just – I feel like I'm kind of caged a little bit when I'm sitting down. Yeah. I get that. I, I'm the same way. I am the same way. I I go crazy after a little bit. But speaking of writers rounds, now, do you, I mean, okay, so based on your answers before, you probably prefer, like, the live bars, entertainment shows where you can, like, get the audience to engage yeah. with you. But, so, the writers rounds are different. I mean, and they're different for a reason. But, so, mm -hmm. like, on a scale of one to ten, one being you hate them, 10 being you absolutely love them. Like, how much do you enjoy the writer's rounds because of the difference that they are? I mean, they are different and they're for, for a reason because. So, yeah, I think to answer that question, I don't know that it necessarily yeah, comes be hard to just do. because. I mean, you get where I'm going with I that think, question. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, it's a different, like you said, it's yeah. a different thing. Um, to me, it's where I workshop brand new material because to me, like, I like writers around from the aspect of, hey, I just got done writing five or six songs the last three weeks. Let me try them out here at this particular this particular night and then the next night. Let me just see what resonates with the other writers in the room and the other people who are listening. Exactly. I mean, I've gauged a lot of my stuff and a lot of the songs that I'm going to cut just based off writers rounds because you, you can always kind of tell. I mean, other writers, I mean, they're not maybe going to tell you your song sucks. But they're, they, you can tell based off their reaction when you're kind of sitting next to them whether or not they think your yeah, song is good. Exactly. I think that's <laughs> what I meant. You, you, you gauged what I was saying very well. I think that's what I meant because if I go uh, around, not only do you get the reaction from the crowd, but your peers as well. And, like, they're going to tell you before anybody else, even if they don't outright tell you. Like you said, you can tell by their reaction. Yeah. Like, okay, that's a great song, or maybe not so great, or like, hey, buddy, your song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have asked a couple there's a I'm not gonna mention <laughs> any names. And he's I'm not gonna say a mentor, but he's he's definitely given me a lot of really good insight over the yeah. years. And I met him for the first time. Like he was somebody I just kinda sent some of my stuff over Instagram, which if you're a new artist or songwriter, I would not recommend doing that. Don't do that. Meet the person, make that connection first because you come off as an absolute tool yeah. if you do that. And when I was 18, and this is about, this is a long time ago, so I sent him, I sent him my song. And I was like, hey, man, I just put out my first song. I'm super, super excited about it. And I was like, can you tell me what you think? He's like, yeah, buddy, I'll get to it when I can. And I just figured, okay, well, that means he's just not going to listen to it. And he did. And then he comes back and sends me this paragraph like this. I'm like, oh. And I was kind of mad for a little bit because some of the stuff in there was like, yeah, man, I don't think it's real original. Like, I think you need to go back and go back and tweak some of this here and here. But he's like, the best, the most important thing is just make it about the song. 
And I thought about that long and hard for about a year. And I finally took it down. I agreed. I was like, that's garbage. And I'm thankful that nobody can find that song anymore. But I met him at a bar at the local here in town about um, about two months ago in person. And we sat down and I was talking to him. But I was like, hey, man, I was like, um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you really hurt my feelings one day. And I'm thankful for it because it made me a better songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good, though, when you have somebody that whether they're a mentor or a friend, sometimes they're both, that you can do that with, that you can trust to give you honest feedback. Um, because sometimes yeah. you might write something that you think is great and it's really trash. Or maybe it's not trash, but it just needs to be reworked here there or whatever exactly. and you need someone to bounce those ideas off of if you didn't if you wrote it completely on your own um if you don't have a co-writer or whatever um so do you have somebody like that that you trust and work with because a lot of people starting out don't realize that they need not necessarily need but maybe should have someone <laughs> like that that they can you know depend on yeah. Do you have somebody like that now? I mean, yeah, I do. You did have, but and I've gauged it from a couple of different aspects. I think you have to. I always send it to. If I think I have a great song, I always send it to somebody who's just a casual listener, like just one of my, just a fan, or like maybe somebody who's because I, I have some. And they were actually listening earlier, Marcy, and then we're listening earlier in there. I call them the, the president of my fan club because they're one of the first people that called all of my shows back yeah. in Virginia. I send them a lot of stuff, and they're, they're very honest with me and just as a casual listener. And then I'll send it to my manager, and then I'll send it to other songwriters that I'm really, really close with in town. Um, so I send it to about four or five people that I'll kind of gather collectively, and I'll be like, okay, well, maybe I need to fix this, or maybe I don't need to fix anything. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how I take the approach to that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like I've got um I've got a couple of artists that will send me songs not in an official Route 66 capacity, um not like wanting an official music review, but like, hey, we're getting ready, you know, we're thinking about recording this song, really would like your feedback. And I'm like, sure, no problem, cuz they know I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm like, so you want like Absolutely. My honest opinion, and they're like, "Yeah, we want Stacy's opinion." I'm like, "Okay, you know what that means," and they're like, "Yep, that's what we want." I'm like, "Okay," because <laughs> like yeah. they know, like, don't ask unless you want the truth. <laughs> but yeah, that's always good to have because you want somebody that's going to not sugarcoat things with you. And I mean, they might not always be correct. Because, like, I have no musical background. I have no musical training whatsoever. But sometimes that's what you need because we're the listeners. You know, we're just... Exactly. Yeah, we're just listeners. Sometimes you don't want it. You want somebody that doesn't have any musical training because... Yeah. You know, I'm not trained to listen for those things that you are. So sometimes you want that opinion, but then you want trained opinion as well the there's the, the first lady of my <laughs> <laughs> right there i love that i love that marcy that yes we have the same outlook on things marcy i like that 
Okay. Making sure I don't miss any questions here. All right. I am, I cannot believe an hour has gone by already. These hours always go by so fast. Um, we've already talked about black and white and spoiler alert from earlier. That's going to be the one that Jake closes out <laughs> the show with. Jacob, I've had such a good time getting to know you. Thank you for doing the takeover today. Thank you for coming on the show. It has definitely been a blast. You guys, if y'all are not already following Jacob, make sure that y'all are doing that. Um, his brand new single comes out tonight at midnight, Son of a Military Man. If you have not, I is I guess it's still available for pre-save, correct? Yes, yes, and please go do that yeah. if you haven't, because it helps numbers and playlisting and all kinds of different stuff. It helps me a ton, so please do that if you haven't done that. Um, part of me thinks I probably should have ended with that now that I think about it, but um, there's no wrong Yes. Yeah, well, they can go back as soon as uh, the show ends. It will be posted on our Instagram, so it will be available. If anybody missed um, Jacob singing that, y'all can go back and catch that at the beginning of the show. He sang that, so if you missed it, you can go back and catch that. Um, it was beautiful, so y'all do not want to miss that. Please go pre-save that. As he said, you guys, that really, really helps the artists out when y'all pre-save. So make sure that you go do that. Follow Jacob on all of his socials. Make sure you go to Spotify. If you pre-save it, as soon as it releases, it will automatically go to your Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to music. So make sure that y'all do that. Stay tuned to Route 66, to our Instagram and our website. If you haven't already signed up um, for our newsletter, make sure that you do that. As soon as our blogs are posted about Jacob, you will be notified about that. Okay, that was a mouthful. All right, I'm going to turn it over to you, Jacob, and let you close out the show with Black and White. And I'll let you tell us whatever you want to tell us about that song. Again, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure and so much fun. Yeah, and thank you so much for having me. Um, I will be continuing my, my takeovers. I know they told me I could take it over to like 4 o'clock Eastern or yeah. whatever. So if anybody wants to questions i'll be answering them on the live stories for the next couple hours so just make sure you get those questions in um if you want to hear me answer any more questions that i didn't answer in this interview um but i think i already covered a lot of what i wanted to say about this song um it's just anybody's how i feel about love and just wanting to find that is that right person and to me this is the the spearhead that's going to be this big project we're working on right now so I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'm just going to play it at this point. I watched this old time movie with Bogey and Bacall. What they found in Casablanca really said it all. That kind of love's gone with the wind And I'd like to go back there again Back to innocence and wonder Back before TVs came in color I want a love that's black and white Not fifty shades of gray I want to know it feels so right that you'll never slip away I want to love you every morning never miss a night 
like a bride and groom on their wedding day. I want a love, I want a love that's black and white. Got a lot of vintage values that are new to these times. It ain't for sure, I want you to know what's on this heart of mine. The world is spinning faster now, and I kind of like to slow things down, cherish every minute of my life with you in it. I want a love that's black and white, not 50 shades of gray. I want to know it feels so right. That you'll never slip away. I wanna love you every morning and never miss a night. Like a bride and groom on their wedding day. I wanna love, I wanna love that's black and white. Cause we'll be hot and cold, young and old. We'll laugh, we'll cry, be wrong and right. I just wanna love. Want a love that's black and white, not 50 shades of gray. I want to know it feels so right that you'll never slip away. Want to love you every morning and never miss a night. Like a bride and groom on their wedding day. I want to love, I want a love that's black and white. Wanna love that's black and white. Wanna love that's black and white. All right. And you can stream that one everywhere that that music is. Um, that was the first single I released this year back in March. That's um, that's already come out. Um, don't forget to pre-save and go stream the new single when it comes out tonight at midnight son of a military man and um don't forget that i'll be continuing to ask your questions here for a couple hours so i'm really looking forward to engaging some of the folks i'm really really happy and thought that there was a good amount of people that watched this so i'm really thankful to get to do this yes 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 thank you so much that was i love that song i love that song um <laughs> that is just so such a beautiful song so beautifully written just i mean this as a compliment just very simple um yeah i just i love that i love that um i feel like that should be like added to wedding playlists um like first dance song i don't know i i love it I love it. I think it's beautiful and I love it. And thank you so much for doing the takeover. Y'all remember, he's still going to be doing the takeover for a, at least a couple more hours today. Do it for as long as you want. Have fun with it. Um, I don't have anything going on for the rest of the day. So just have fun with it. Um, Y'all answer. If you have questions for Jacob, plug them in the question box. He's got access to it. He'll answer all your questions that you have. Make sure you go save son of a military pre-save son of a military man it helps him out greatly share it ask your friends to do the same and it will be out tonight at midnight 
Um, thank you all so much, those that joined Watch Live with us. Thank you so much, those that will watch the replay. Thank y'all as well. Y'all have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy. And most of all, y'all be kind to each other. Jacob, thank you again. Have a great day.